The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and uh, rejoining me, uh, it's good to have her back on the show. She's been on the show before but also uh, appeared at our live show at the LA Podcast Festival. It is guest Charlie, Laura House. Hello, Laura. Hello, hi. I mean, I'm saying hello to you for the podcast now. No, I mean, understand. you have been here for... No, no, we had our off off yeah. mic hellos. Yeah, we had a... With our, a hug. Our podcast warm-ups. Yeah, yeah, no, and then this is... All our vocal exercises. No, this is a professional. Yeah. yeah the professional hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello to the audience. Hello, <laughs> hello to you, world. the listener. How are you? Did you... Uh, what did you do for Christmas, New Year? Let's work backwards. Sure. New Year first. Like, what What did you do New Year's Eve? Do you Are you a New Year's Eve celebrator? No, I'm not. Um, nine years sober. So it, it holds right. nothing for me. So that's it. Not it's just amateurs. <laughs> think it like, I'm like, I did this on a Wednesday night. You're, this is nothing to me. So nothing. And uh, so firstly that, let's just stop that on that for a second. <laughs> because that is such a, like, I mean, it's one of the things about being in the, the business of show. Yeah. Is that every night is Saturday night, particularly as a yes. comedian. Yeah. Like, you know, so New Year's Eve is just like, yeah, it's uh, so pedestrian. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is your one bed. You know what? Uh, this is my every night. I do this on Tuesday. <laughs> and you know what the good news is? I can get a cab straight home. <laughs> I don't have to line up. I got paid to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went up and gave some opinions and then did this and I didn't even pay for these drinks. I yeah. did think about that. I was doing a show in uh, Fairbanks, Alaska. And, uh, for New Year's? Uh, no. So this was oh, okay. uh, it was a couple of weeks after Trump. So it was it was okay. kind of maybe it was early December. It was around then anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Late November, early December. And it was freezing cold. It was minus 32. Yeah. And like crazy. People came out to these shows though. It was really. They love it. Right. I did Alaska one time and they're like, thank you for coming. Like they were just so excited well, that you took a plane into their state they were just like, we, we, this is amazing. Like they don't have a Hollywood, they don't have like 25 different venues of entertainment or, or whatever. And they, yeah, I found it a mix, so gratifying. Well, he, uh, to go to that point and mm-hmm. to take it a little step further sure. on the first night. And I did say to the guy, cause the same guy hosts it. There's two guys who are up there who like run the scene there and they perform, you know, so one hosts, one does like the yeah, feature yeah. spot oh, okay. and then they have like a headliner who comes in to, oh, to do the shows with mm-hmm. them. Right. And <laughs> The host, the first night, he he said, and I said, you just can't say that. And he goes, and he he said, and he came back because it was like my second visit. And he was like, so he was oh, like, and he came back like he couldn't I, mean, like he, not only could he believe I came the first night, but he was like, he came. He, and then he came back. He came back. I mean, we oh. understand we can trick people into coming once. Yes. But yeah. Oh my God. And in December. So um, I was in. Uh, That's so sweet. 
Fairbanks and uh, one of the shows. So there's four shows essentially. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the, the last two are at a kind of a theatre that's mm-hmm. out the back of a pub, but it's like a theatre run by the local like state senator or something. Like okay. So it's a, you know, local business. He knows everybody. <laughs> he gets up there at the start and does a bit of a political no, speech. Really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. That's so Welcomes great. every t- one to the venue. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and a decent speech too. Not like a... I mean, there was a point on the second night where I wandered back into the room and I was like, oh, he's still on. (laughs) (laughs) So if someone were to run against him, you'd have to like open a free movie theater across the street or something. Right. (laughs) So this guy's got, well, so this guy's is, this is also normally the movie theater. So you can come and have a drink. (laughs) You can have like, you know, eat something from the kitchen. You can watch a movie. got a job for life. So anyway, so this venue is great. Uh, You do two there, Friday, Saturday night. Uh, Thursday night, oh, well, Wednesday night is a college gig. Uh And then Thursday night is a bar gig. Now there's this bar and uh, just to kind of paint the picture, people people still smoke inside. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. already that to me is just crazy. Yeah. Uh Like, I mean, I'm just from a place where you haven't been on a smoke inside for 20 years. So it's like, like a time machine. You're just like, where are you? You're like, oh, it's 1983. You're smoking inside. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was almost like, should I smoke? Yeah. <laughs> just to fit in? I mean, I yeah. am smoking. Right. I'm literally standing above where you are all smoking. Yes. Like, all the smoke is coming to me. Yes. Could, could someone down the front please start smoking some pot? And I when could at least get a contact high. When you used to have to have a joke about it? Like, Howard Kramer have a joke of like, I'm going to start hanging hams over this table. Like... It's one of those. As a comic, you used to have to have a, a, a smoking joke. Yeah, what's your smoking yeah. joke? Yeah. What's your check drop joke? What's yeah, your Easter exactly. joke? Yes. You yeah, got a yeah. Christmas bit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That dumb town next door doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I I worked. Uh, did I work? I, you know what? It was it was Jimmy JJ Walker to be honest. But uh, came into the club and had the Mad Libs fill in the blank was like what's the major highway okay what's the dumb town next door okay he just had a checklist yeah just had so and then on stage unbelievably kills is like people can't drive on the moped ah he knows us like it was amazing yeah i was doing any uh, so i I was doing an interview with uh some bermudan press Mm. uh the other day because i'm going to bermuda tomorrow when Mm -hmm. we speak to do some shows although by the time people hear this it will have already happened yes uh so um and uh, they were saying oh bermudans love when you make fun of bermuda and i'm like what sort of stuff and they said oh it was like Let's say, well, you shouldn't, you can't go with anything, you know, too obvious. So like, I guess the triangle, yeah. people are dumb with like triangle jokes. Like don't bring your triangle jokes to Bermuda. I'm guessing shorts are off the table. <laughs> and apparently they're a little sensitive to the fact that they are essentially a money laundering island in the Caribbean. So they're the oh. three that I was, you know, were my, my immediate go-to. So I'm going to have to dig a little deeper yeah, that's, into uh, the Bermudan cycle. I, I kind of don't like that they open the door and then slammed it shut on you. Right, you can't just oh, say just they love when you make of fun, us, fun of us, but, but not not for the thing. Yeah, just like if Belgium was like, yeah, anything, not waffles. Oh yeah, chocolate, please, no chocolate <laughs> and bells. Like and no, ju- no, yeah. No, but other than that, please yeah. do not bring up Asterix comics. Yeah, no, that's, I don't know. I've gone deep on that. I'm so, not sure that is Belgium. Somebody, but. somebody told me they worked with um, a guy in uh, in Portland, and they were so they were going on in front of him. And that's the headliner. And then he, he was like, just don't do any, just don't say anything about bridges. <laughs> and the guy's like, I'm, it's, we're in Bridgetown. Like, right. Literally. <laughs> no, like, you can't get I, here. Unless I like, helicoptered into the venue tonight. 
Like even There's in the a, comic trope of a funny thing happened to me on the way to the gig. Mention bridges? Don't, what, do yeah. people like not know that they're here? So you can't follow me if I mention a bridge? Right. What you're very, very uh, fragile. Well, I mean, maybe the fact was that, you know, they had fifteen minutes of bridge material. Yes, no, you know, I I they I had would like, guess that they had was a bit it. about each of the bridges. They, they, they they're going like, like a three minute chunk on the each thing bridge. About the South Side versus the I don't I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Right, who's with me? Oh. Uh, it's really specific. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, boat rowers take a break. Right. We're talking bridges. <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, Just entirely bridge themed yeah. material. All right, but, but I'm going to end on my electric keyboard. Right. So, uh, boy, you really asked for it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to sing that song about Jeff Bridges what? that it's set to the theme of Bridges <laughs> yes. of Madison County. Yes. I'm going to talk about my Jeff closer, Bridges because right? I have a big star man Right. <laughs> Is that you're saying I can't do that? You're very controlling for a headline. <laughs> oh my god! It, it would be great because occasionally people do ask. <laughs> you me, talked about Meryl Streep, who was in Bridges of Madison County, and I said, "Don't." Yeah, wow. that's close enough. You are. This is outrageous. You talked about the Golden Globes. <laughs> Meryl Streep made a famous speech at the Golden <laughs> you, you Globes. You can't just make connections Come to on. a bridge. So, Clint Eastwood directed no. Sully. You brought up airplane no, food. Come no on. bridges and nothing within three degrees. Yeah. of bridges. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> do you can step to no nothing we can trace back to bridges in three steps mate you honestly when you did that suicide chunk i was like that is one step yeah no that is obviously that's that's the coolest way to do it everybody knows come on guys Uh, no, uh, I, I do like that idea, though, because occasionally people will ask you if you are performing with somebody. Um, you know, uh, so, for example, the host of the night might ask you what introduction you want. Yes, and mm-hmm. in, in America, there has been, at least traditionally, um, a theory that the audience will appreciate you more if there are a list of credits yes. beforehand. It's very foreign to an Australian performer. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Our attitude is very much lower your expectations. Oh. And then hopefully, you know, I will surpass your expectations I thought once you, I'm out there. I See, I would thrive in that situation. <laughs> I like that. I hate the big build-up. Right. Oh, no, I, me too. My second year, my early on in my career, I was... Um, Pick, MTV came to Austin and picked some of us, and we ended up doing a TV show. Okay. So my like my second year what in was comedy, the TV show? it was called Austin Stories, and okay. it was their first scripted comedy. All right. Yeah, okay. it was neat. So, um, but the, because MTV had come and noticed me, like my second year of comedy, the intro would be like the darling of MTV. I was like, I didn't want to go on. Right. I would much rather, but I thought what you were going to say was in Australia, they assume if you're on stage, like you're good. So they're already relaxed, but no, 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 no. No, it's just more of like lower your expectations. That's so much better for comedy. No, I mean, if somebody says the smartest guy in the world, oh no, that'd be be the worst. Yeah. I mean, no, people do that here though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that. So like, so often the, the hosts will ask you, they'll be like, what do you want as your introduction? And sometimes if I'm, you know, feeling in that sort of mood, mm-hmm. I will make out like I'm about to tell them something very complex. Like I'm just, <laughs> like I will sit them down a bit and right. I'll be like, oh yeah, okay. Like no big deal, but if you could get this exactly right, <laughs> this is all I want. And then like, we'll say, I don't know, could you mention I'm from Australia? Like, <laughs> but I do like the idea of somebody asked you, like, is there any topics you want me to avoid mm-hmm. or whatever? Because mm-hmm. somebody will sometimes ask me, they'll be like, any, sure. and I said, are you going to talk about what it's like to be in Australia and in America? If not, then we should be oh, fine, okay. right? So um, it'd be great if I just had a faux list. 
like an obscure phone list. Uh, could you yeah. not meant uh, you can mention Doctor Who, but could you not mention the seventh Doctor? Yeah, <laughs> that's totally fine. Any of the other doctors, any of the other doctors, totally, totally fine. fine with me. Totally fine. Um, any, the, the guy I still any look herbs it up. you want? That's not Tenet, right? That's the, yeah. It's Cori- gotta be earlier. Coriander, because you avoid <laughs> just mentioning coriander. The rest <clears throat> of the herbs are, are totally yours. You just mm-hmm. go for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So there's a few textiles yeah. I, I don't want you to talk about. Just, could you just not talk about fruits that feel furry? Any other fruits? I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fine. Any with kind that. of any kind of rind, a hard rind, rind fine. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But uh, but any word that it, it actually has the letters rind in it, <laughs> like grind, please don't please talk about. Don't please do don't talk about. It. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's that's my only. <laughs> that's my only thing. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! Uh, so I'm doing this gig at this bar in uh, Alaska. Alaska. Okay. They're all smoking inside. They have one of those electronic bucking broncos in the corner, which they have turned off, which is nice. And uh, I, reluctant, was there like a ah? Oh, no, I mean, I feel like the first time I was there, they didn't turn it off. Oh, so okay. I feel like some right. sometime in those three years in between, yeah, somebody uh, somebody mentioned it. Yeah, somebody's come to town hey, and going, yeah. hey. <laughs> I don't want to be a pain. Yeah, yeah. No, call me crazy. So um, I get ordered on stage six shots. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Within the first, I'm going to say, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I get a good bit of momentum going and then the next five minutes, yeah. like it's like the check drop at the club as this procession of like unrelated shots yes. are sent to the stage. And this is Thursday night. Yeah. No, and I I'm know, at I, work. Yes. Mm-hmm. So my point is that it, it can be very easy for people in our world. Oh yes. To uh, yeah, oh, like I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and I was saying like, you know, when I'm on tour, like even when I'm not drinking, when I consider myself to be not drinking, mm-hmm. I am drinking well in excess of what the standard <laughs> for. Yes. Like you know, particularly when like you feel in forms. If I were to feel in a form, yeah. Here's what I would say: is I'm a pretty honest guy. And I still lie to my doctor about how much I drink. <laughs> when I do my medical, I'm still way up. The, like, I give them a good way yeah. up the top end where they go, right. you know what, you're probably you know, right at the level of what you should be drinking. Right. But that is not how much I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm not lying, lying. I'm not telling them I'm not drinking. Yeah, no. But it's... I've certainly shaved off 15% just for... <laughs> Oh, hilarious. Well, yeah. you wouldn't want to upset them. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. My medical professional who I'm paying <laughs> for actual advice. Um, yeah, I uh, I worked, I don't know if it was that Alaska show or another one. It sounds very familiar. Um, but yeah, it was amazing. And they do, they they start sending drinks like, uh, it's like you're pledging a fraternity. Right. They start, because ple- there's a, a weird pressure and then now they're cheering for you. And yeah, oh, you've got, like, it's fun for them to, like... I mean, like, if you can't talk by the end, they're like, oh, this was great. Uh, I, I literally, like, so I drank them all because yes. firstly, oh, well, firstly, I gave them a big speech. <laughs> this, is, this is what I like to do. I like to, beforehand, I like to give a little speech. First, may I pontificate? Yeah. Firstly, uh, that is irresponsible. Uh, I'm a professional. I'm in my workplace. I am not going to be bullied. If you think that I am just going to throw away my well-crafted comedy that mm-hmm. I've flown halfway around the world mm-hmm. to present to you mm-hmm. tonight mm-hmm. just to impress you mm-hmm. by sculling a few drinks on stage mm-hmm. and then I... Yeah, you know, that's got to be even, give even little, more fun. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> you know, if we're going to no, do no. it. No, that's if where we're the gonna comedy do it, is. Let's milk 
I'm going to act role. like I'm not. And then, right. and then I'm going to do it. As I'm not going to do this. I'm right. not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to drink this one. And I did do probably all of them in much like in a quick succession. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I just decided I would do crowd work for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> and <laughs> I really did. I was like, well, if we're in, yeah. we are going to like Ugh. get into this. That sounds and, like a fun oh, experience. No, I mean, honestly, it was that thing where I was, to to your point, one of those shows where afterwards there are people in the bar going, we come to this every yeah. time. And yes. that is like the most fun because they didn't oh really want God. to see. Yeah. That night they didn't want to see my act. Yeah. They wanted to see a show. I t- uh, yeah, that's such a great distinction because there is that like, we could watch this on TV. You know, we could watch an act right. or, you know, like the honed amazing set on t- like you're here now, we're here now. And to like, be honest, like play with us. They're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally yeah. most of the stuff I was going to do that night, they can go on YouTube. And yeah. Watch, yeah. So. Yeah. No, no, no. Mess with us. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're, we're right here. Oh, that's fun. Okay. So New I, Year, I was no. with the uh, nieces in New Mexico. Okay. Did I, I don't know if we ever talked about my dog. I stole my dog from my best friend and her three kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, like when I, you say you stole. I mean, I went and visited for a week uh-huh. and they had two dogs. Mm-hmm. And I really connected with one of those dogs. Uh-huh. Now, firstly, let's, <laughs> let's examine that. So yes. uh, were the two dogs of the same species? No, there okay. was uh, All right. one a uh, kind of regular collie type uh-huh. dog that was very militant. Okay. He still is hawk. Sure. Very uh, like a, a well-behaved, like on guard, like a guarding you dog, you right. can tell. And then I walked in the backyard and this insanely fast little brown fuzzy cannonball came uh-huh. at me. And um, I was like, what is this thing? And I love it. She's a bulldog mix. Okay. So she's like bulldog boxer. And I I don't even think I'd, I'd only seen bulldogs in like pictures, I think. Like, I don't even sure. think I'd ever seen one in real life. They're so cute. So um, yeah, I fell in love with her. And then it was, it's, it was funny because it, I was staying for a week and it sort of paralleled if, I like fell in love with her husband. Like we had like stolen glances and okay. touches under the table. Well, see, this is no, but I'm interested <laughs> like in that on. because did were you aware that you were seducing the dog at this no, point? I no, I it was so mutual. How dare you? First of all, sort of paint me as a predator because I was not. Well, okay. Well, I mean, well, you know I, the I, ending. I, under, I understand. You know the ending yeah. that I stole the dog, right? But so I'm it working was backwards. very mutual. No, I it was a very. <laughs> It yeah. was. It was very much. I'm like they, a guy. I'm like a guy who's seen the last episode of Westworld, no. and now I'm pretending like I understood what was going on the whole, the whole no. time. I'm like they even comment, "Oh, she really likes you." And uh-huh. But here's what I am saying, even yes. though, mm-hmm. like, just to, to your point, and I'm, I'm going to let you tell your story, but I just, I'm just going <laughs> to interject here for a second, which is this: that dog wasn't looking for a new home. Oh, you don't know that. Well, so on one day. They were like, oh, be careful with the front door because the dogs get out. And that one dog is fine, but yeah. that other dog, crazy. Yeah. Uh, so obviously the door opens or I wouldn't be telling the story. I mean, it would be an interesting <laughs> detour. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so, so we never, never opened that door. Never opened the door. So never, I have so. no idea what would happen if, if that door opened. Something hilarious, uh, I imagine. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the dog gets out. Minnie, my dog, uh-huh. runs right to my car, stops, looks at it, ch- ch- dying to get in the car. And I just knew she wouldn't, 
leave it, uh-huh. didn't run down the street, didn't run for miles, and like I had to get something out of the back. She hopped in it. Uh-huh. It was like um, one of my favorite movies is the Muppet movie. Uh-huh. She was like the big monster in the Muppet. It was like she was like Hollywood. <laughs> like yeah. let's go again. Uh, no, to, how dare again. you? Again, you uh huh. Is that not like a pedophile saying? No, the kid oh, got in oh, my van it is because absolutely it not fun in there. No, no, it uh, it well, was if, not, if it was full of bacon, yeah, it was a I leftover get, fillet of get, fish or something. I would get under what the, you were saying. If it was like, I don't, I don't know why my this dog, your dog wanted in my car. It's just full of Big Macs. Now, did you do an experiment? Does the dog ever just get in the car of the people who are who were the they former said she, owners? They of said the they'd dog. never seen it. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so uh, it started as a joke of like I should just take her, yeah. and then I was like, "What? What if I just took her?" I mean, that feels like how you talk your partner no, into kidnapping that's someone. That's definitely <laughs> what a pedophile would do. What if I just adopted your yeah, whatever six-year-old? Like, I mean, we get along, um, well, right? <laughs> I mean, loves you, being in my car. You've got so much to handle here. Right? Yeah, I did talk him out of their dog, but the. Uh, so she's... Uh, How long had they had the dog? They had had the dog a few... So the real story is... Yep. So we're very close. This is my friend Andrea. Our moms were best friends. Okay. So we grew up as best friends. She had lived in Virginia for like 10 years. Then she moved to New Mexico, which on a map seems very close. Much closer than Virginia. Still 24-hour... Right. A long <laughs> still way a, I don't still know. A 12-hour drive. So... Um, I was going to visit. Uh, I wasn't in the market for a dog. I didn't know I would right. fall in love. No. That week. No, So sure. she had only had the dog a few they months. They say if you're going to kidnap a dog, it happens when you're she, not looking for it. She said, That's what no, they say. That was, no, that is what they say yeah. is that uh, you, you steal you a dog by it. not stealing a dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, she the thing with their dog, it was a, this dog was a little too much for them because right. she was like, I have Three a two-year-old. Yeah. yeah, she was like, I have a two-year-old. I don't know what I was thinking. And she was like, it was so um, untoward because she was like, to be honest, I shouldn't even have gotten this dog, but I missed my other bulldog so much right. that I didn't ask my husband. So she like at night was like on Craigslist and like looking for dogs. <laughs> so this dog was really very much sought out and stolen a few times. I mean, I feel like this dog, <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is the story of this dog might be one where you have to watch your back. No, she all is. All I'm saying she's is. She's very beautiful. Oh, she is very no, beautiful. But very I'm just cute. saying that somebody else somebody else might sidle into your life. No, I got to tell you. And then you, suddenly the littlest hobo over here moves on to her next adventure. A couple of times people have really connected with my dog. And I've, I've kind of surrendered to the fact of like, yeah, I mean, if she's got to right. go with she you. She might be a free spirit. She might just have a path. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, it's just like you know I'm what gonna, I'm just gonna love her while she's I not have gonna her. be tied. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, she's gonna be tied down by traditional she, dog she, attitudes. She, she one might, dog, one she family. Not, yeah, no, I kind of get it. So I was a better choice, uh, and just like all big families, they disagreed. Like half of them oh, preferred the other dog, and ha- like two of them liked Minnie. And then the, but three of them liked the other dog better. So, but were there tears? What was, was there no, upset? No, that t- you no, were I gonna... wouldn't have, I wouldn't have wrestled the dog away, but. Oh, I mean, I feel um, like you might have. No, I might have. I feel have. like I you might have. have. No, I might if have. If only like, one was slip, crying. Slip, like the one, one, the one crying, crying, like yeah. slipped him a 20, like, oh, come man. on, be cool. I'll send you photos. Be cool. <laughs> but you never would have. But that was kind of the deal. That's why I was with them at New Year's. Cause it was like, 
Uh, so my friend, and I got to see her in full mom mode. She uh-huh. was like uh, the oldest daughter, Zaina. Uh, and she was like, uh, so, hey, Zaina, can I talk to you? <laughs> like just when you know something, wow. like nothing good can be follow that tone from your no. mom. Hey, look, hey, let me talk to you a second. Yeah. Um, have you noticed that Minnie, do you think she really loves Laura? yeah yeah (laughs) so it was really stepped down to this and laura seems to really love minnie yeah yeah do you think minnie would be happy with living with her i guess so well what do you think if we let minnie go and then zayna was silent and then she goes if i can get a doberman like she she went right past sadness like she just wanted a a a vicious dog right (laughs) She, yes. she just wanted an inappropriate, Well, I, maybe, maybe this is a long plan for her, though. Like, she's getting not only a vicious dog, but she's going to then train that dog to maul her mother as revenge for <laughs> she, her mother. I, or you. I hunt, think... Hunt, um, hunt you both down. Yeah. No, I... Uh, that's very possible. Are you familiar with the television show The Littlest Hobo? Was that a, a, a show that played here in the United States no, of America? Or was it You know what? Radar? I'm so... Um, now I'm embarrassed. I ass- I assumed it was some kind of Charlie Chaplin reference. So, uh, well, imagine. Do I seem dumb? No, you seem smarter than that joke was meant to be. That's oh, what you seem. Really? Um, so here's what. But I- he was a hobo. Yeah. No, the- he was. He was the hobo. The hobo. Is the- Isn't that what they called him? What yeah, they call him? I don't yeah. know. I don't, yeah, well, now, I just now la- in, we in don't In my head, smart. I go, ha-ha, Charlie Chaplin. I just laughed right. and, so, and let it go. Uh, there was a television program <laughs> called... And this is why I bring it back up, because I yes. recognise the fact that you were playing along and didn't understand <laughs> what I was talking you? about. How dare you? You're well, too sensitive. No, no. Well, was I right? Yes. Yeah, so now that's why we've come now back. Now I feel seen. I feel vulnerable. I feel open. Yeah, I mean, this I is feel, good. Uh, like, I feel transparent. You know what? I hate those moments and I do them all the time where I pretend to understand what's going on, <laughs> you know, or that it, someone's met me before or whatever. And I'm and like later because there's some form of embarrassment yes. about like, you know, not remembering. Whereas I wish like, and I'm hoping that maybe this year I will do more of just when I don't understand just something asking. and just say, oh, oh, what is it you're talking about again? Or can you just remind me what it is that like, or whatever, because... Rather than playing along with those conversations, yes. which I do so much because I can be a people pleaser in those situations where I just... But mine was weird because I thought I... I assumed right. I knew. So that's a tough one. But so, but I've been around people... No, no, I wasn't saying that you should do that. In no, fact, no, I was reverse no, doing it with this, which but, was I was going to go back <laughs> and fill in. No, but I get it. And But also to, to build on what you said, um, I've been around people who... Um, I thought of were like smart, cool people. And then in conversation, something is said and I just go, oh yeah. And then this smart, cool person goes, oh, what is that again? Or they, and then I'm like, oh, right. you're extra cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they just seem even smarter and go like, wow, you had the balls to just come out and that, you know, whereas I'm like, I'll look it up later. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can definitely, I definitely am more that person, yeah. but I would like to be a bit more of the person who just says, I like that. I, there is going to be a million things that I don't understand yes. and yes. I shouldn't assume that I understand them. And like, you know, even like, I think, you know, in this debate that we're having at the moment about, well, the way that everybody, particularly in this country, but it's happening around the world. There are examples of it that we've got to a point in our human civilization where we've forgotten that essentially we're meant to be working together to progress Ugh. and that we just are meant to have different ideas about how 
like what we used to have was a shared set of facts yes and things that we both mostly all agreed apart from like the loonies on either end were sure things it, well and, and the loonies have, on either end were a, a one or two percent right that you know 98 99 100 on that scale or one two three i mean to use climate and now it's like right. <laughs> there's like 10 percent sane people right in the middle so I, what I'm, yeah. I'll use climate change as the easiest example because mm-hmm. it is the easiest example, right? 97% of the people who are trained in the area and we trust science in, you know, we use, this is the whole point of our society. We trust the scientific method, sure. you know, and the scientific method has built into it the fact that the scientific method is constantly being retested. That's what the scientific yeah. method is. Mm-hmm. So if there is a mistake in there, we also trust science to eventually hopefully work out what that mistake is mm-hmm, in there, mm-hmm. right? Now, what is science? Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> Let's go back one step before that. Oh, that's a fun bit. That's a fun bit. (laughs) So, um, climate change. Most of the experts agree that the thing is happening. So, what we used to do in the olden days was everyone would then go, okay, they are facts. We all agree that it's happening. Then we would have a contest of ideas about what the best approach to fixing it would be. And some people would say it's the free market and we should let the market fix Mm -hmm. it. And some people say we have to do this and blah, blah, blah. But there wouldn't actually be debates about whether it was actually happening or a thing. But we are now so fractured in our opinions. And I think we're all guilty of like, Yada, yada, yada in thoughts. Yes. You know, we, we know the conclusion we want to get to. Mm-hmm. So, and I saw it so often during the election where like people <sighs> who were naturally to, who would have naturally supported, well, as I would have said, it doesn't matter who was running against Donald Trump because literally you can have the second most conflicted, horrible, worst option there is. Even yeah. if Hillary Clinton was literally the second worst person on the planet for yes. that job, which yes. I do not believe she was. <laughs> but, right. but even if she were... She was running against the guy yeah. who was going to be the worst. Yes. So, like, just start with that. An yeah. agreed thing that you're like, well, we need to find a way to stop this from happening. But there was so much infighting. I'm with you. Within these things and people not being able to concede one thing to achieve a higher objective. That, yes. And it happens so often in our debate now. And I think part of the reason or one small thing that I can do is when somebody is making an argument that I don't understand – at least take the time to go, why do you think that? Yeah. Or what is it that is compelling you to have that idea? Yeah. Like if you're complaining about asylum seekers and you think they should be left out of the country, instead of me just immediately going, okay, well, you're a racist yeah, and you're a crazy. blah, 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 and you're crazy, yeah. at least give you the time to go, why? What yeah. what, what in your life, like is yeah. that, and they maybe go, well, in my area, like, you know, all the, like the people from Sudan have moved there and like they're having trouble assimilating and there's crime in my area yeah. and I'm the direct, and at least then I can go, okay, well, I, I get yeah. that that's, and we can also, when we hear that, because that's not a failure of immigration, that's a failure of like urban planning and yeah. integrating communities. So if you identify that problem, if that person goes, well, really what I'm really have a problem with is my Sudanese neighbors rather than yeah. the idea of immigration in general. We can then go. All right. Well, how do we like, yeah. fix this problem here? I'm. I, anyway, I'm totally on board with what you're saying. It's become so uh, heated on all sides, and it's been happening. Um, I know. For me, I know when I was in high school, there were so much fracturing. Like, like basically, my whole life, people have been upset about Roe v. Wade. Right. Like, so high school and college. and Now, by the it, way, to people who are not Americans, because this is such an iconic American abortion, yeah. thing. 
Uh-huh. But to the rest of the world, Roe v. Wade really does sound like options for what you do if your canoe has a hole in it. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> so... How dare you? I'm sure somebody has no. made a joke similar to that uh, at some stage. I, I but, haven't heard it. But, I haven't um, heard it. Uh, so... Explain yes. to me, I'm going to do, give an example of this because I know it's the famous abortion thing that everyone wants to overturn or not overturn as the case may be. But that's yeah. that's literally pretty much all I know about Roe v. Oh, it was the su- Supreme Court case in uh, probably the, I don't know, if it, it must have been the early 70s, uh-huh. I would think, where um, basically like abortion had been illegal and there were a lot of problems from it being illegal because essentially people get illegal abortions and they die. Um, so it was it was uh, it was a court case that was argued by lawyer Sarah Weddington, and um, it made abortion legal. They, the con- they was constitutionally they go oh this is legal. Right. So then it was legal, but it never stopped being. Um, not never. I I think like so many things, it it was fine for five years and then became outrage. Like you know, like right after, like in uh, Reformation, like right after the Civil War, it was fine for a minute, <laughs> and there were black senators and stuff. And then then people were like, "What? No!" And then it got bad again. Well, I think abortion is such a like. And by the way, there are still places in Australia where you know the abortion laws or the availability of abortions and stuff has not been to the standard it should be. And I think in the indigenous community, there's still... So this is not a sweeping statement. Sure, sure. But here's what I do know. In my entire life of being an Australian, there has never been a time where I remember abortion being something that people argue about in politics. So No, but do you know know why they do? Well, here, I don't know necessarily why they do. I saw... Because in in Australia, they don't. In Australia now... No, totally. There is certainly that idea of just going, well, abortion is legal and there's never going to be an argument about whether it should be. It's legal. It's fine. Yeah. Just like people don't go... Maybe green should mean stop and red should mean go. Like right. it doesn't, there's just, we don't need to yeah. discuss. I'm sure there are people who wish it didn't happen and there are still protesters outside of clinics sure, and all those sure. sort of things. But, uh, oh, God. But it, got not it. to the, like in this country, it's, people need to know your opinion on abortion to run for politics. It's because it's, uh, it, it's my understanding. And again, I told you um, out on the porch, I have a broad strokes memory. Uh-huh. I am so terrible with details, but there was a documentary. Um, I saw where basically in the, in the 80s, they realized that if they could get into, like, church and politics were not um, as um, entrenched as they are right now. Like, right. for example, where where Ted Cruz and Huckabee and stuff say, I'm a Christian, therefore this is my political platform. Right. Um, they, well, there's uh, that whole idea of the separation of church and state, Yes, right? which which was, I feel like, maybe there's never been a great separation of church uh-huh. and state, but it's it's so entrenched now in the sense that, like, like even Donald Trump had to go, oh, yeah, I'm Christian, sure. And then it was enough for <laughs> these people but or whatever. Because right? it, it was important for them. Yeah. Um, I guess, but it was like, I would feel like you shouldn't, shouldn't people be able to see through that? Like, <laughs> he literally was like, sure. Uh, yeah okay but um, look, hopefully we're at the end of you having to pretend because let's be honest oh gosh like, we're not we're not in america i mean i don't i don't that. think no. that obama it's, like ultimately so god su- god it's like he ultimately might. so superstitious right. this country so um what happened was they were like they realized church people were a huge voting block yep. and so they they actually went um Gosh, I have to ask somebody what this, um, I'll tweet it when I figure out what this documentary was, but they went through, 
uh, well, what are the issues we should present to them? So they basically took a political issue into the churches and then aligned it with republicanism, which is why these conservative Christians. And then so these people, they're getting preached about abortion being murder and going to hell and we can't, you know, like it can't exist near us or we're it's it's Sodom and Gomorrah or whatever. And like that wasn't the case for a while. Like people didn't. People didn't go to church thinking that. And then it became like these enclosed communities really getting upset about it. And now it's, you can't talk to anyone about it. That's like, like you just can't. Everything is so like fiery right now. Like everyone's opinion. And I guess like because the internet, you know, for, um, it's been around longer, obviously, but in the past 10 and it's certainly five years that we've been encouraged to speak our um just opinions right. on on everything all the time. You know, Twitter is such a like. Don't you have an? It's it's like a, a thing in your pocket that's like. Don't don't you have an opinion now? Don't you like? Shouldn't you broadcast that opinion? Do, shouldn't you just broadcast what just happened? Like you feel like you should like as if we used to just want to know what ten people thought. What's well, amazing? <laughs> you know, like we it's used to just the be power those things can have over you because I went for Twitter and those sort of things, and Twitter was the one for me. Yeah, because I was like, it suited the format of things I like to do. I get up in the morning, write some jokes. I yeah, like could, could live tweet a show or go to a yeah. thing and blah blah blah. And when I decided, which, which I've kind of done in the last twelve months or so, that firstly I stepped away from it for creative reasons because I was like, when I was doing my television show, for example, you get a lot of feedback positive or negative yeah, 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 and yeah. I don't think while I'm making the show any of it is particularly helpful like yeah. we have such a good team where we have all those debates ourselves internally yeah yeah, that yeah the minute you start listening to voices outside positive or negative I think positive feedback when you're in the middle of something can often be as yeah. damaging as because if someone really loved one bit but you've had a debate within the show of going we did that bit but we're going to move on to yeah. a really different thing next yeah. week because that's what we want to do but then suddenly you read that everybody loved yeah. Anyway, it can no, change. I so I just tried to avoid it from that. And then I suddenly realized, oh, actually, I'm not really missing this. Like, I still read it quite a lot, like as in, like, catch up with the news or if, like, the Golden Globes are on last night. Oh, sure, so sure, I'll, sure. Like, see what people are tweeting yeah. and having fun with. But what I really was like was I just can't – I don't have my life to – I don't want to share all my opinions. No. It like may, I, unless I, think I have it makes a good you opinion. In, it, it must create a psychosis. Well, I don't want to have an opinion about everything. No. I feel like I have room for about five or six firmly held sharp, like, you know, these are my real opinions. Sure. And then the rest of the time, I can have an opinion on things. Yeah. And if needed, I'm happy to kind of like put together my thoughts and whatever my opinion <laughs> I, is. I, but I don't. I totally, I totally get that. And I like years Survivor, ago. Survivor, do you love it or hate it? Yeah. I, 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 I like I, it. I, and sometimes I hate it a bit. It's for some people. It's good on. And like, <laughs> yeah, there's, and there's, there's plenty of. And they don't of... stop all other television when it's on. So. No, yeah. No. <laughs> they don't stop all other television. You just turn to other channels. Right. Just have a stop sign. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Survivor's Sorry. On. sorry. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's. Um, but, but even you, let's say specifically you, all comedians, let's say all comedians who make 50,000 American dollars or more a year. Sure. Let's say professional comedians, you make money doing comedy. You're a professional opinion person. Sure, of course. So we do want your opinions. But (laughs) this has flooded down into like... fucking pay for it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, no, that's what I think too is like, like... yeah, I think it's years ago. Somebody was like, "You should uh, totally be on Twitter," and I was like, "I that I think that would, 
I think it can make you crazy because you become, it's, I feel like sometimes people become a construct of what they're presenting right. online. I agree. And I saw comics do it. Um, I was afraid of the road because I would see comics as a young comic, like comics come back from the road and they're just talking in a certain way. And the duh, 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 and I was like, oh God, like you become like a, a person bot. Right. Like you're, and then, so I think Twitter, like I've had regular conversations with people like run into a friend out in the world and said something and, and they were like, oh, you should tweet that. And you should, and I was like, oh my God, like this is insane so well the other thing is like there's no nuance like i mean the thing that i love about podcasts is that we can have a conversation and we can present all those different parts of it and you can you know and even with twitter like to use the example we're literally talking about i have mixed emotions about twitter i think it's a great place to like you know promote things and to get out like you know the, the podcast on and people will give me feedback about that all sorts of things and occasionally it's a great place to you know, uh, to make a joke or to have an opinion if I do have one. And a lot of the time it's an invaluable news source of up-to-date information. So there are plenty of things I like about Twitter. I'm just talking more from a personal point of view of how much of my life I'm willing to give to these things. No, well, and I'm talking about, and I I totally get that too. I've met like-minded people. Like you legitimately can meet friends because there's just kind of a vibe to what you're both doing and and it makes sense. But to me, the degree to which there's something about, oh, I like, I can express any opinion and I will get some validation. I don't need any kind of fact or any, and like, there was a, I guess it just, uh, I'm thinking specifically of like, like hateful and racism and and violent stuff. I mean, I don't know why you would immediately go to that. Like, uh, I mean, as a like white a, as like a, a white man on the internet, a, I have no idea what you're talking about. Apparently, there's a but. lot of women who who should get raped to death. Um, yeah. A lot of people on Twitter feel that way. Yeah. Um, and um, it's so. It's nice the, that they tell people though, the, because <laughs> it's free speech. It adds to the debate. And yes, it helps it, us move it forward. It adds to the debate. Right. Exactly. So that's the stuff that it's like. There just has become... What do you want? People to keep those ideas to themselves? <laughs> yeah. No, that's actually literally this what is, I want. I would <laughs> rather you yell fire in a theater. You know what? Just like, you know, meet some other guys online yeah. and then just go to your rape dungeon and just yeah. hang out with each other. Yeah. It's... Uh, that's crazy. Or there was a... I don't know if you saw this. There was um, a State Farm ad that showed a mixed couple getting married. Okay. Like a, a, a I guess, State Farm's like an insurance Insurance, company, right? yeah. So it was like a... a, a I suppose a, a black man proposing to a, a white woman. The comments uh-huh. <laughs> were... I, it was a horror movie. The comments were like, I feel like I'm in a, another... Deba- I feel like it was a... Let's go to Doctor Who. I feel it was like landed in like a bizarre... Like I was reading... Like, a, oh, this is a bizarro earth. Right. Like, this is a where bizarro America black and white where people where, still can't get where, married to yes, each other. Yes, like, a, like <laughs> Star Trek. Like, oh, no, we landed in a. Right. This is a weird America where. Yeah, gay people um, can get married, no, but uh, are, black and white people. No, it's people the one can't. thing that, yeah, no, you the, can't. There's st- people are, st- are very upset about it. So, something didn't happen right or whatever. And it, it was like. Yeah, so sometimes I feel like, and what you were saying earlier, like people are debating reality. We are living in different realities. Right. Like we as Americans are living in different realities. And maybe the difference is it used to be two 
rich and poor. Right. And definitely, col- you know, colors and stuff. But like, I'm thinking of like when they made the Constitution. Mm-hmm. They were like, we're rich men. We're the ones who should vote. Let's just leave it like this. So there was there was privilege and th- the rest of the people. Right. And now it's like maybe because there's like 258 different realities or 3,856 different realities like that we just can't. There's not a lot of communication taking place. And also to your point, I think no one is willing to say, hey, I, w- I was wrong. I was wrong. Like, I think so many people on the left are like, oh, when will Trump supporters just say they were wrong? And it's like, people on on the left were were wrong. Right. When when are you going to say that? And nobody wants to be the first. And also, here's what would happen, because they're not wrong to say they're they're wrong, to not want to say they're wrong, because what would happen is, yeah, you were wrong. And the other side would jump right on them, because that's... The vibe right now, like that's the state of things right now, is if somebody goes, oh, you know what, like, I, I should have fought harder for Bernie. I, I, was, I, I was, see that now. People would be like, yeah, fuck yeah, you. Right. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, sorry. you should have. We've been saying that. It's like, oh, okay. I, this was I, this was what you wanted. This is You I, wanted me to do this. I was... I did this in the spirit of compassion. And the TED Talk says vulnerability is actual strength. It happens in Australia <laughs> quite a lot. There was a government a, few, a while ago, like the, the more left-wing, although I, I would argue the major parties are increasingly both, you know, more capitalist and much mm. like in America, um, although we're still well, slightly to the left of you gonna guys. It's going to go well for you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know you have something to look forward to. So um, <laughs> the, the, the left-wing party, when they were in, they decided that they would make some of the appointments, you know, ambassadors and those sort of things, they would actually give them to qualified people who are from the opposite side of politics in the spirit of yeah. that the world will be a better place if those jobs are just not given to cronies from the same party. Reaching every across time the aisle, someone, we right? mm-hmm. Yeah, so they did that and then the, the opposition got in next time and went, fuck you, and just put their own people in. And you're like, well, yeah. why? And then they look Thanks. like idiots because they didn't yeah. feel it full of their own people. Yeah. So you can sometimes be bitten by that I can understand how yeah. those people then eventually have reticence to reach across the, yes. the aisle, you know. Yeah. Well, it happened. I mean, yeah. And it's happened with uh, <laughs> the way uh, President Barack Obama is painted by um, certain factions in this is, is so insane to me because like hawkish people uh-huh. he bombs the shit out of place like yeah. people who supported him are horrified at how much bombing at he's done how much bombing he's done yeah. and how little and Guantanamo Bay he, he really shut down he doesn't re- <laughs> and he doesn't really advertise he's just yeah. doing it yeah. he's just bombing and the droning f- like droning the shit Drone, out of places bombing yeah. So much bombing, and the right never yeah. hear like certain people in the right never hear that, and they're like, "What a pussy!" Right? It's like n- no. And then when he does like a power move, they're like, "What an asshole!" Like right. there's no, there's no point. It's it. There's no winning. Well, we've got to the point where people are looking at politics like they're supporting their like you know sports. Team. Yes. No. Very. I was so going to say yeah. Very it, much like a. So they don't go issue to issue. They're fo- willing football. to go. Like, you know, you can say I support Hillary on this, this, this yeah. and this. And I think that's all right. And I think these four things are yeah. completely the opposite of yeah. how I would feel about it. But on balance, she's still not Trump. So yes, she's getting my vote. But, yeah. um, you know, I don't have to say that everything she does is brilliant or and vice versa. Like, right. you know, in the same way as like both. It's, it seems to be this complete 
massive whitewash of like I mean Meryl Streep made a speech at the yes. uh, Golden Globes which I was about uh, Donald Trump mocking uh, the disabled reporter mm-hmm. and I noticed in the commentary there is nothing in between like you know the, the next day it's either people going this is the greatest you know speech and Meryl you know says what we've all thought and everyone who believes that is passing it around like it's and then the other side is the just the you know, the Donald Trump version of, I never actually said that. This is like a false flag. Yeah. This is a blah, blah, I never blah. Said, I never I can't would. Even, like I never would. That wasn't yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. Here's evidence there. And there's no one in between that might go, well, yes, to a certain extent, what she's saying is correct. But also if we just say it to people who already believe it yes. in this way, then perhaps it's not going to connect with the people who actually need to hear those things. Yes. And this is the very reason that like, anyway, it, and, it's so and, divided. And if I were a Trump supporter and somebody came at me saying, you know, why, why do you support Trump? I would be like, I don't want to talk to you. Right. Like you're literally just going to attack me. <laughs> like you're, you're literally just going to call me racist. And I can understand. And then they, and then that person would, I think legitimately be like, yes, I'm trying to tell you you're racist. Right. <laughs> then I'd be like, I don't feel racist. I have, I have friends of different colors. I don't feel racist. Well, I, but also, I feel like you're screaming at me. I can understand the idea of people going, if you voted for Donald Trump, even if you are not racist or sexist, you were willing to overlook racism yes. and sexism to vote for somebody who clearly had encouraged those things. I can then understand the next argument, which might come from the other side, which is, you know what? racism and sexism are important to me but to be honest yeah. the most important thing to me is i lost my job and the factory moved out Eating of town and to be honest racism and sexism are still around pretty much everywhere yeah. and like yeah I, you're kind of a baby if you're, you, ma- you're if saying you think it's all that, solved that's now all and just that's gonna, hard to, yeah. so i'm willing to kind of go i'd rather get a job and then we can still work on racism yeah. and sexism and i but people won't believe that or connect with that idea yeah and then people would start to have to be really defensive about like, you know, if you're going to say, well, you are racist, the easiest thing for people to do is double down on their their beliefs. And if Meryl Streep came out and said, I mean, it's very for, easy for Meryl Streep to say the beautiful and eloquent things that she said, which I, because of course I, because I subscribe to sure. the view yeah, that no, she subscribes I, to. Mm-hmm. And she's a beautiful and wonderful actress and sure. she spoke in a very great way. But I can also understand if you're somebody who's like, well, yeah, that's all very well yeah. for you with your fucking zillionaire, 30 zillionaire golden globe. Actor, yeah. yeah, you know what? Yeah, I just like a job at the factory yeah. again, so no. that I can send my kids to school. I I think so too. Not I, that I think that Donald Trump, by the way, is going to bring the jobs no, in the factories I, back either. But. I I it didn't even cross my mind that you would think that. But uh, <laughs> uh, I know because we're Hollywood liberals. I know you have a bubble. contentious relationship with Dave Anthony, yeah. but <laughs> I like him. Um, <laughs> But he, you know, he makes the point that so few people on on the left side notice, which is, hey, uh, uh, this happened because we we weren't listening to millions of people. Right. Millions of people weren't being heard, and when he explained, not just not being heard, but like literally in the strategy and this is one thing that i think anyone can criticize is the strategy of what the clinton campaign did yeah. of you know I, i've had to explain it a lot to people back home you know about this idea that hillary has clearly won the popular vote by three million votes um but lost the election and some people really do feel like that there's somehow that's unfair but it's it's, it's not it's the system yeah like and it's they didn't invent it for this election no like this is the system it's been around a while yeah it's like saying well you know i kicked the yeah the most goals but if you didn't have the highest amount of points and that's how they scored the game hey it in doesn't... quidditch if you get the snitch right hey, you win <laughs> 
I, I don't care. I don't care if you've been you've been playing. Wait, but we were ahead the whole time. We played for five hours. Right? Hey, that's Quidditch. That's Quidditch, man. That's Quidditch, I got I got the snitch, so I instantly win because that's fifty points. So, sorry. Why isn't all of Quidditch just chasing a snitch? Why right. even do the other goals? It doesn't make any sense. That's the one. So that's my one problem with that franchise. Yeah, the rest of it. <laughs> he got the snitch. I just don't understand. The rules of this game were clearly made up by somebody no, it, who does not enjoy sport. They, they just go, it's hockey in the air, right. but with a snitch. Right. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> so why were we playing? Why did we get all those goals? So... Uh, those people in those states didn't feel heard clearly. Yes. And I do think that... Well, and they haven't been taken care of for years, like right. for generations of elections. And the, and the problem with this, like, you know, country is because, you know, people talk about the bubble or whatever, and it's ridiculous because it's actually, like you said, a series of bubbles. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. It's not like... Well, that is It's right. not like the bubble, like, that voted Trump is more legitimate than the bubble that lives in, like, California. And maybe... They're both bubbles. Maybe it used to be two bubbles and we could kind of deal. Right. Now it's a lot of... <laughs> too many bubbles. Yeah. You guys, uh, watch... Uh, I have a show on MSNBC now called Too Many Bubbles. Too Many Bubbles? <laughs> it's called Bubble Bath. Laura with House. Laura, bursting Laura Bubbles. And <laughs> 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 just... You sit in a bubble bath... I, Person. I'm like yeah. I'm like a it's a it's a new take on a political show yeah. of somebody who doesn't really know that much about it. Right, I like it. But uh, that's, well, that's not that's that the new one take, in charge. No, I that's like true. It. I guess that's true. Yeah, I'm I doing... come right after Maddow and I go. Yeah. Well, a lot of that made sense, but still. <laughs> <laughs> and then I come uh, afterwards. I've got a show called Echo Chamber. And yeah. It's in, it's in an actual oh Echo Chamber. Pundit. <laughs> uh, oh my God, pundits. I so I, I had a breakup which I didn't want to have, but I had like have a big breakup like six months ago. Okay. And he was a news guy, and one thing that I don't miss is like he so he would have the news on like all the time, and I would just like when it was pun I was like these are people talking about the people who did something the, like these people are so far removed from any elector right. or any anyone that was there anyone who right. actually like this is even sports broadcasters are watching the game right these are people who are like i heard the blah 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 and here's my opinion and this is what i get paid to say and da 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 da, da. like it's ins it's insane that anyone would listen sorry to any of that. i've really been distracted the whole time by the fact that uh you br there was a breakup with a news guy and all <sighs> i've had in my head the whole time was in breaking news we're breaking up i <laughs> in break not. breakup news there's breakup break news. news did you say breakup news or breaking news <laughs> in breakup news, <laughs> in break break news, news. laura house is single <laughs> Yeah, oh. can you believe it? No, oh, that's cool. Who could leave me? I mean, who could leave you? I'm very adorable. Yeah, sure. I, have you I been out so. and about since? Yeah. Yeah. I got right out and about. Oh, you got right out and about? I, right back on the horse? Can I... So I haven't dated for a while. I was uh -huh. with this guy for a long time. How long? Six years, and we lived together, And but it was like two off and on before that six. Uh -huh. So like really... I've been dated for like a, a, like eight years. Yeah. So um, I went out with a guy who uh, is like a science guy uh -huh. and he built a 3D printer. 
He built, he built, he made it, he created a 3D printer. Using another 3D printer? No, but then he printed out parts, used it to build another 3D printer. You're kidding me. That's, no. well, that's, that's pretty much how, that's the plot of multiplicity with Michael Caton. I was like, so, uh, <laughs> but with humans. Print, print out a dick and fuck me with it because right. it's hot. <laughs> Hot. That's, that's hot. I was like, that's so hot. That's, so hot. <laughs> that's amazing. So hot. Could you like, just print out an extra dick? You've got an extra. The hottest nerd. That'd be great if, like, you're the, the hottest nerd in the world. If that was actually the end of the story, which was yeah. like, I guess, and then and he printed print out, out an extra dick, and we and we made love. <laughs> I like to clean it up right at the end. I like, I like to be crass, and then to clean it up right at the end, and he, then. Um, no, he printed, we made love. Then he printed out uh, in the butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> there was a Jimmy Dore joke years ago. He was like, "Why doesn't anyone make love in the butt? <laughs> Why is it always? <laughs> Why isn't anyone making love in the ass?" <laughs> I was like, "That's so true." Oh, man, it's a good. No point. one thinks of it tenderly. I mean, well, as, it, that, as well, it must be at times. As it must be tender. I mean, it, it must. I mean, imagine maybe that's a very like you know uh, straight cis heterophobic sort of, or whatever well, heteronormative but there's approach. A lot because of, don't you think in the gay but community, in terms of phrases there must that be have like, caught on. True. Yeah. No, but I'm within sure, the like male gay community, I'm sure men have been deeply love. in love, yeah. and they've said, yeah. "I want to make love, love to your butt." Yeah, but it no seems way. weird when no, you say no it. Way. No, there's no way. There's no way that's ever been said. Never in Never. the history of Never. because the other guy would be like, "Well, I can't get hard for a week now." Like that even I heard, that I heard those words. Even like uh, Gandalf, you know, uh, Ian. He could, uh, when you're an older gentleman, yeah. do you know what I mean? Don't you think? Or is it still? No, just, I feel no. like, you know what? Let's uh, Look, if you let's, are any, let's hear yeah. some uh, gay guy tweets about this. Do you know what? Not just gay guy. If there's anyone out there in the audience who's uh, who makes love in the butt. So I used to have a radio show on a national youth broadcaster in Australia many uh-huh. many years ago when I was a younger fella, and uh, it was uh, the 14th of February, uh, St Valentine's Day. And uh, we were doing a bit of a irreverent, because we all used radio, a bit of an irreverent phone in on uh, what your sort of alternative, uh, you know, to what Valentine's Mm -hmm, Day sort mm -hmm. of traditions were. And this young girl from Melbourne, she would have been about 18, 19, Mm -hmm. uh, rang in and she goes, um, oh, uh, uh, this, uh, it's the day every year that uh, me and my boyfriend have anal sex. Oh. Yeah, we and uh, yeah, so it's uh, that's our Valentine's Day tradition. She mm. said it on the radio. She was like nineteen, just like went through on the radio. Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we so all s- I can think of is that Robert De Niro movie, Analyze This. Right. Yeah. That's. <laughs> Was that was that was that and movie? analyze I that? I never saw that. No, movie, analyze was that, this. I mean, analyze that. Yeah, that was. No. Imagine if that it was. Does <laughs> he kept going around going analyze this? <laughs> analyze this. Then I'm gonna analyze that. Come on. Uh, Charlie worked on a show called Canal Road, was the name of the show. Yes. Very, very famous for people taking the C off the front of that. Canal. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, that was, but that was the uh, big, a big before the recent uh, Alec Baldwin sketches uh-huh. of he was a doctor who mispronounced things and there was a, like a, a problem in the anal canal. <laughs> 
Okay. It was a good. Sure. It was. Sophie Vergara did an anal bit. Oh on, yeah, uh, no, I heard it didn't go well. Did not go well. I heard it didn't go did well. Did not go well. And I heard I haven't been watching uh, a lot of TV, but Twitter t- has informed me that Mariah Carey didn't have a good New Year's Eve. No, she had a meltdown. She's yeah. been dating uh, famously um, an Australian. Uh, billionaire called James Packer. Okay. And I share a bit of a weird history with James Packer in that oh. we don't know each other. That you at all. also dated Mariah Carey? Well, it's funny you say that, but uh. we have literally uh, dated two different people Ooh. that he, like, you know, I, I've dated two different people that he has dated. And uh, when he started dating Mariah Carey, there was just a bit of me that went, I wonder if. Oh, she's I mean, coming how up could for that you. Happen? Yeah, no, like, she's, I mean, how she's on I, the horizon yeah, for you. I mean, no, that's good that you ha- he's your canary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. <laughs> All right, we have to finish up soon, but uh, right. the real point that I wanted to bring up was uh, the littlest hobo. So <laughs> I <laughs> Oh yes. The littlest hobo was a story. It was much like uh, do you remember the TV show Highway to Heaven with yes. Michael Landon? Sure, yes. And uh, he was an, a fallen angel who would like uh, go from town to town and he would like help people with their lives. Okay. Um, or a little bit like Quantum Leap. Okay. So it was in that sort yeah. of like oeuvre of you land somewhere, you got to help people. And yes, yeah, exactly. There was a show called Boomer where a dog had to do it. Well, oh, well, maybe. I wonder if Boomer and the Littlest Hobo were the same. Was the Littlest show, Hobo a dog? But yeah. Ah. Oh, now, I bet it was, okay. sounds now right. I'm gonna have to. Now I'm gonna so have to. So it was a cute little up. shaggy pup named right. Boomer. Oh, I wonder if, if this is just one of and those situations. And this was post Benji. Where... But I think Benji more or less kind of did that too. Well, I think didn't Benji was Benji. I don't know what Benji. I didn't know right how now. useful Benji I mean, was because I know the littlest hobo would go from town to town. Like yeah, no, a, no Boomer did that. This is what Boomer was doing. Yeah, no as well. Boomer did that too. Yeah, all right, okay. definitely now looked that we're up. We're gonna have to look at. I love that the littlest hobo was a dog. Well, I mean, the, but, I guess, I, I unless if I mean maybe if there if there's not a if there's not a mouse who's a hobo, a dog could be the littlest hobo. I mean, here's Boomer. Was it called Here's Boomer? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Cute oh. little, wh- cute little white fluffy. Is it right. based on... Here we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've gotten to the bottom of uh, it. Ah, here we go. Here's Boomer is an American adventure drama series produced by Paramount, Te- Paramount Television that premiered on NBC March 14, 1980. A television movie called A Christmas for Boomer ah. aired on December 6, 1979 and never again. No, and served <laughs> as the pilot. A spin-off of the live-action series, The Red Hat Gang, the show follows the adventures of the titular stray dog, Boomer, and ran for two seasons, ending its run, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's get to the synopsis here. Titular. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Uh, The series followed the adventures of Boomer, a stray dog that travelled around helping people in trouble. The part of Boomer in all of the shows was played by, uh, oh, Andy Serkis. Oh, and that's yeah. curious. Yeah, just in a, a, a young a, role. A very young man. Yeah, that's when he first got noticed. That's, wow. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, by a four-year-old mixed-breed dog named Johnny, who was trained by Ray uh, Berrick, who had stolen the dog. Uh, off no, his, no, um, no, no, I don't, okay, I don't feel no, like that's no. in there. One early title. His can- nieces. <laughs> <laughs> his three nephews. His three nephews. <laughs> One early title considered for the series was Here's Johnny. (laughs) Too frightening. (laughs) After the dog who played the part, but was rejected owing to the use of that catchphrase on The Tonight Show. In The Shining. (laughs) Well, I think 
the shining he was doing the johnny carson no of course he was so literally the tonight show with johnny carson's got involved and gone hey you can't yeah hey hey you can't here's giant it's a dog hey johnny reportedly earned johnny uh, $3,500 a week while appearing on the series. Uh, that dog was getting laid. That's like pretty good money in 1980 for, <laughs> no, a, for a dog a, a for week, a dog? Yeah. right? Oh, it's very impressive. And, well, even better, and had a stunt dog who stood in for him on some of his more difficult uh, tricks. Didn't even have to do didn't the hard have, stuff. Nah. Oh, man. Uh, when the series... I want to hear that, how that dog was. A, that dog was like BoJack Horseman, basically. Uh, the premise of Here's Boomer. Here we go. Uh, the premise of Here's at Boomer... Uh, Oh, oh, here we go. Sorry, no. Uh, no the, reference to Littlest Hobo? I, oh, we're going to get there. Um, <laughs> when the series was set to return in the fall of 1980, viewers were to hear Boomer's thoughts the same way that view, viewers had heard Jackie Cooper's dog's thoughts on The People's Choice in the 1950s. However, Boomer's thoughts were only heard in one episode, aired as a special on December 7, 1980. When the series returned with new episodes in 1981, the gimmick was dropped and viewers could no longer hear Boomer. Because oh. he was really racist. Yeah, because <laughs> he cussed all the time. Oh, he was didn't, filthy. Did not to hear Boomer's uh, thoughts. I'm walk under that chick's right. skirt for a while. Oh, Boomer. <laughs> boomer. Oh, this is a children's show. Oh. Here's Johnny. Ooh, oh, if I got to help people, I got to. <laughs> the premise of Here's Boomer was similar to that of the Benji films and television specials of the 70s and 80s. Uh, oh, here we go. Similar, not stolen in, in any the, way. In real, Obviously, this guy's it, name is Boomer. Totally different. In real life, both Johnny and Higgins, the dog who played Benji, were abandoned or lost mixed-breed dogs who were adopted from animal shelters by animal trainers in California. So that's a very nice story. Mm -hmm. On screen, both played the parts of stray dogs who are smart, friendly, and loving of their human and animal friends. The show... In real life, they ate people. In real life, they were rich, entitled Hollywood showbiz (laughs) dogs. They were extremely conservative. They were the Charlie Sheens they- <laughs> of the dog world, constantly Couldn't having dog fighting. orgies. Always, always biting each other. Uh, the show bore a similarity to the Canadian TV series, The Littlest Hobo, which was running at the same time on CTV Network. So we must have got it uh, from, from Canada. We yes. would have seen The Littlest Hobo, but I can't remember his boomer. So obviously... In Australia. Uh, both series are about a vagabond dog who helps people in trouble vagabond. only to go on his way at the end of the episode. And both series even use similar title sequences involving split screens. The only significant difference between the shows was the breed of dog in each show. London, the star of The Littlest Hobo, was a German Shepherd. So that's your, uh, that's your, that's your difference, I suppose. But yeah, The Littlest Hobo... The thing I loved was... So I guess anyone... In, you could just steal an idea and go, oh, different, it's a totally different breed of dog. Well, all I'm saying is, I feel like now that you've stolen a dog. <laughs> I got to get her a show? Well, this might be. Well, I, I'm just. Or she should actually go town to town helping people. Well, I, that's, I, this is my worry. And I don't want to like end the podcast on like a negative note. But what if she was sent to your friend's family first to solve some sort of issue? And that job is now done. And now she's moved on to you to solve like some sort of issue in your life. And mm-hmm. then when that's solved, you know, she'll move on to the next person that she has to. I kind of like that idea. I love her, but I, I feel like if that's her purpose, her journey. Yeah. I feel like if that's her journey, that. I'm not going to okay. stop that. All right. So what would that thing be? Do you think 
What is it in so your life that a dog has come to, to fix? Break up my relationship. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then bring me to my soulmate. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay. Okay, good. I have to assume that's it. Yeah, no. Is it the science Also, guy? Also, soulmate, if you're listening. Yeah. Can you uh, t- tweet at me or something? I mean, that's probably the easiest way, right? <laughs> Hit you up online? Just, I mean, you let me know. Right. Well, I mean... I feel like... From what you've heard, you've heard a lot of, like, you know, your opinions on the podcast. Yeah. We really no, shouldn't be... I, we shouldn't be inviting people to go... If you I, feel like you're perfect... <laughs> I feel like if someone's listening and they're like, that's obviously my soulmate, like, you, like, give a heads up. Give it, yeah, just... I mean, at least... Just put your submission forward. Yeah, Don't yeah. assume apply. it's going to happen. No, apply. But just say, put if it out If you have there. a sense of it. Right. Yeah. Nothing will keep us apart if we're... Oh, no, you're right. I'm inviting the wrong kind. Yeah. I feel like you are <laughs> a little. I feel like you're opening that window a little to... Look, uh, run it by your friends. That's what I always think. If you're going to do one of these things... Run it by your friends and also you should have friends. Right. If you have no friends to run it by, no, then we that's, are not that's soulmates. an immediate disqualification. No, no, we are not. Then run it by your friends. Maybe send me a list of those friends and their qualifications Some for assessing normal behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, you Sounds know, good. see what happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, if people want to not stalk you but enjoy your work, where can they do that? Where can people uh, find you on the internet? Where can they like see you work? Where can they enjoy on, you? On Tell- Twitter, uh, it's at I'm Laura House. I am Laura House. And um, the website, laurahouse.com. Pretty simple. Oh, good. Pretty simple. Is there another tr- famous Laura up, House? Update. Is there someone else if they go Googling? There's not another like famous a, one. Okay, good. But there, there were a few... Along my path, I've stumbled into some other. I follow a guy houses. on Facebook who sent me a Facebook request because he has the same name as me, and he uh-huh. lives in America. And I believe he may run like a used car dealership or something. Oh, and like I just started like uh, following him, and he's and I thought, well, if if at some stage he like you know Facebook something offensive or whatever, sure, I'll sure. stop following him. But mostly it's just like pictures of like you know trucks that are for yeah. sale <laughs> and the occasional political opinion that hasn't I... seemed to offend me so far. But occasionally. I forget it's not me. Like So when I see the name come up, I will be like, when did I? And then I was like, oh, that's right. There's another guy. Because sometimes it can be close enough to something that I would post that I he occasionally confuses me. Oh, that's amazing. So exactly like you, 1L Will? Yeah, 1L. Oh. Yeah. Because otherwise I would think a pretty common name. Right. No, no. It comes but up, not yeah. the 1L. No. Exactly no, the same. Oh, interesting. And I don't think hey, we've hey ever. Hey, other Will. Pretty sure we've never communicated. He just like right. followed me. All right. And I'm assuming that at some stage he's like somebody's contacted him or whatever. He's got the wrong. Sure. But he's never reached. He Maybe seems to be fine with it. He does a couple of your dates Probably every now sells and then. a couple of trucks. <laughs> I'm not that guy. You get, but you I, get yeah. to Florida and are they're you like, but you were just here, the... Will Anderson. <laughs> what? No, I'm ready for the gig. No, but that was last week and you already did it. Guy uh, came wait, in a shiny what? new truck. Oh, this is a very, uh, very bad Twilight Zone. Yeah, you know, you're the guy who sells trucks after the show instead of merch. <laughs> he gets up, he does your jokes, and then in the end he goes, oh. yeah, if anyone would like to buy a truck. Except he likes America. Right. And I understand that you <laughs> tend to point, you have some critiques. Coming here. <laughs> but the guy with the trucks, he's great. He's yeah, a big he's fan. Very super, pro. Super yeah. patriot. <laughs> I'm selling bumper stickers after the show and trucks if you would like a truck so to put your bumper sticker on both are available a truck to put your bumper sticker on it is also I also sell gas gas yeah. 
the car. It's the full bumper to road experience. (laughs) Empire of things that you're selling. I'm basically an Amazon warehouse wherever I go. Yeah, you need bulk toilet paper. I have a. I can sell you 20 rolls of toilet paper (laughs) after the show. Happy to sign it. My uh, trunk, it's bigger inside. (laughs) So I have a bunch of stuff in there. Who needs a monkey? Well, I have some monkeys. They aren't necessary for sale, but if somebody's willing to make me an offer, you maybe you're bonded with the monkey. Oh, yeah. Please don't steal my monkey. (laughs) Uh, All right. And you have a podcast. Yeah. uh, Will you med with me? Oh, I should. uh, Yours I'll get to spell with one L. Oh, that'd be a little bit of a twist so (laughs) no one can find it. I teach um, comedians to meditate. Mm. You said you do it. Yeah, I, we'll I, yeah. Are we doing it today? I'd like to. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's. We'll, we'll do that after this, and then you know people can find it in whatever order they. Yeah. They. You know they. It's pinned, I think, on my Twitter. Okay. So you can find it. I don't have anything pinned on my Twitter because oh. I have not worked out how to do that. I assume it's a very simple process. Oh but, yeah. But you know, I haven't bothered investigating. Yeah. It. Well. It but when I see people, when I go to people's things and I see something pinned, I'm like, <sighs> How do they pin? Yeah. What is? And then I, I, like, and there's oh. like three dots of like more, and then one you can like pin. Right. <laughs> like I can delete it, I can edit it, I can pin it. Yeah. No, you'll get there. Uh, well, I don't know if I will. Oh, it's much right. like my iPhone. Like I know that Siri's on it and has been on the last four or five updates oh, that I've bought. I, I but never use We've her. not had a conversation yet. You know who I like? Occasionally it says, "Oh, I didn't understand that," and I was like, "Oh, I, you weren't meant to." Yeah, no, I pushed the button. You're not even meant to be involved in this. Sorry, yeah. I was just trying to turn it on. <laughs> Nobody's talking to you. Yeah, I'm not even talking to you. Sorry. <laughs> I like Alexa. If Siri one? were more like Alexa, so who's Alexa? I'd be into She's Alexa's the, the Amazon in one, ha- and you can just have it in the house. No, you just go. I, I know it's bad, and the, they're going to take over and murder us or whatever. Well, yeah, probably. All the robots, but but that's happening for anyway, right now. So you might as well. You just go Ale- into the This is how I got over my breakup. Alexa, play Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. I said that about three hundred times. Her controversial quotes. <laughs> she no, and then she just goes searching Amazon Prime, and they just, and they just start play playing. Nicki Minaj, or whatever. It's not just Nicki Minaj. That'd Do you be, think in the office, though, that's how they then know? It's a lot like, of different oh my, music. Oh, my gosh, she's going through a breakup. No, then, then now, Amazon now goes, oh, we, maybe we could yeah. sell her some yeah. tissues. So you're suddenly she's single. crying all yeah, the time. Right. <laughs> maybe some, some <laughs> a bunch of weight loss pills or so. you know. She's probably in the market for some Slim Fast or makeup. They're just, they're just always asking me rude things. Hey, did you, did you need this suck in your gut belt? Oh, right. Come on, man. We, <laughs> um, come on, Amazon. No, we noticed you're yeah, lonely. Yeah. We noticed you played all by myself three times in a row. So, uh... Nobody's uh, re- requested Debbie Boone for a long right, time. Well, so yeah. uh, we couldn't help but notice. <laughs> Uh, uh, I am doing some touring. So when people hear this, uh, if it is before January 22nd, which it probably will be, I am doing a a recording in Melbourne at the Comedy Theatre of, well, we're calling calling it Fire at Will, which was my last show, but it's really the best of my last two shows and uh, about half of my most recent show won't be in it because it was all topical Australian political material that will has already dated and will certainly date much more by the time we (laughs) film something and then put it on air. But... Uh, there is the best of the last two shows. We're recording that night. There's about 50 tickets left when we're recording this, so there may be none by 
by the time you hear this. But if there is, come along. It's cheaper than usual because we're recording, so you're part of the show. And uh, also, it's kind of my best bits of the last uh, 24 months, so it'll be a, a good, fun show. And then, of course, my brand-new tour, Critically Will, starts... Uh, early March I think the first or second of March in Adelaide it then goes to Brisbane Hobart Melbourne Sydney uh, and Perth uh, Wollongong Wagga there's a whole bunch of different places Darwin I think uh, all the dates wellanderson.com.au but come out and see a show that'd be really cool we're going to do a live TOEFOP at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival uh, I will give you the details when I have the details but it's going to be April the 15th uh, that night alright there you go they're the plugs um Laura, thank you very much thank uh, you. for coming back and doing the show. I'm Thanks going to do your me. podcast and so people should uh, listen to that. And we'll talk to you all again soon. Mm-hmm.